0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome to episode fourteen of the Sophisticated Ignorance podcast. I am your host, like every other time, because I'm the only one that's really doing this. I'm the I'm the only one that is doing this. The voice of Washington, your boy Diaz, and let's go ahead and just get a round of applause going. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we started off. With the round of applause, but um, how's everybody doing? I hope everybody's in good spirits. I hope everybody is great. Um, wear your mask, you know, for COVID and for this air quality. You know what I'm saying? This air quality is going crazy right now in Washington. Um, last time I heard, I checked, they were only contained about 20% of the wildfire in Bonnie Lake. It already burned like 150 acres or something like that. And also it's in Shillan too. And the ironic part is me and my homeboys was talking about going to Chelan a few weeks back, and then now, obviously, it's on fire. Um, I'm waiting for the rain, for all y'all that said, for those of you who said that we need the, um, y'all like the high and all that, nope, I want the rain. I prefer the rain, actually. Like I said, a cool little, and I prefer the cold, realistically, fall and winter time, you know, give me a cool little you know fall type vibe you know what i'm saying you got football going you got college football obviously things you know questionable things you know the thrill, we live in strange times so we don't know what's going to be what but you know you you had the uh, college football you had hoops um around this time or it, yeah well not, mis- not necessarily hoops but that was more towards the fall time and stuff like that but You know, it was just good times, good energy, and that's why I like the fall, you know. Good, just good energy. When I was still going to school, it was good energy, you know. So, shout out to the fall time, shout out to the winter time. But we do need the rain to contain these wildfires, and the air quality was just terrible, especially yesterday. The air quality was so bad, it made the sun, like, look red, you know what I'm saying? We just need the rain. I just think everybody needs the rain. And we don't really appreciate the rain until it's gone, It's just too hot and up here we have it's dry heat. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't desert heat It ain't like no. It's not California, and it's not Vegas heat, but it's dry heat. Nonetheless. There's no clouds There's no clouds in Vegas. There's barely any clouds in California. We typically we typically have clouds and You know the clouds keep the moisture they trap the moisture So that's why clouds are very important, but up here we just have like tomorrow, it's it's supposed to be ninety three degrees, and it's just gonna be probably just dry heat with no clouds. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a miserable a miserable type of hot, and especially with the smoke in the air, and it's just gonna be smog, and it's just gonna be nasty. It that's if there will be smoke in the air. Now today it didn't really seem like there was smoke in the air, but who knew, who knows? You know what I'm saying? I don't know how it started. I'm pretty sure it was some camping um accident or incident or something like that happened. I'm not hundred percent sure, but <clears throat> for those of you that are listening, I did start the um my 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 music blog on my um my music blog Instagram page it's called microphone check underscore um, started today and uh, I'm gonna be posting on there three, three new posts daily. Just the new hip-hop news and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. So, microphone check underscore is the page name. And let's get a round of applause for that. Now for the real hard-hitting topics, um, I'm, 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 let me find the photo. So, for those who don't know, or for those who haven't been following up on the, um, Dr. Dre, Nicole Young, and that whole situation, um, that situation is so bad, man. I feel, I feel for Dr. Dre. I feel for Dr. Dre, for real. And um, let me pull up the photo. Because she's asking for an arm and a leg. Okay, so it says, according to my photo that I have, this was um, this was on Sunday. So it was about two days ago when this news broke, according to TMZ. So it says, TMZ broke the story Nicole Young wants 1936399 to cover her expenses. Okay, so I'm going to read the number again. Nicole Young wants 1,936,399 dollars. She wants 2 million dollars to cover her expenses. But my thing is like n- n- no. <clears throat> no. If I was Dr. Dre, you would be you would be lucky to even get a hug or a call, you know what I'm saying? And if I'm Dr. Dre, I'm pretty sure they have a daughter together. You're not getting a, you're not even getting a call from me anymore. You know what I'm saying? I could call my daughter. We live in a time and day and age where there's FaceTime. I ain't even gonna talk to you anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I and I really think, um, I think Dre wanted to break up with her. I think he was tired of her. I didn't even think he wanted to, be going to get with her to begin with. But I think he had a trapped. He he got her pregnant and they had a kid and then all of a sudden he couldn't go nowhere, like Paul George, like his situation, like he can't go nowhere. He got a stripper pregnant. He about he's he probably one of the biggest idiots I know on planet Earth. You cheated on, well she he cheated on a beautiful girl. Paul George did. Doc Rivers' daughter cheated on her. Seth Curry's marrying her. So that's why that, that's the beef, right? If you know, if you pay attention to the NBA and the drama, it's it's really interesting, right? So Seth Curry, because everybody knows everybody, right? Because it's a small world. Seth Curry is marrying Paul George's ex-girlfriend. Now, Paul George, the girl he got with, he got her pregnant, and she was a stripper. So Paul George couldn't leave the stripper girl because he has a kid by the stripper girl, and... If you know anybody's track history of child support, especially Blake Griffin's... Now, these are alleged numbers, but the alleged numbers for Blake Griffin's baby... What his baby mama wanted was ridiculous. It was like... It was quarter of a million dollars for two children. Now, there's no price tag on life and taking care of a kid, you know what I'm saying? But that's monthly. And then they were like, that's 9% of... His salary. I'm like, you're getting a tenth of my salary. Think about it like that. She's getting a tenth of what you make in a year. Annually. No. You know what I'm saying? No. You, you don't you don't get that. You don't get that. Now, maybe it could be just a lump sum of just a quarter of a million dollars for two children, which is still nuts. But you don't get that. You do not get that. I don't care who you are. You'd be lucky. I said, you'd be lucky you even get a, a high five or a, a hug. You t- hug. You'd be lucky you even get... A look, you know, you you you'll be lucky to even be in the same area as me, the same vicinity as me. You you know, you're lucky I even knocked you up. Realistically, if you want to keep it a buck, call, call a spade a spade. You're lucky I even knocked you up. But so I think I think that's why Paul George didn't leave her because I didn't because Paul George did not propose to that chick. So I think Paul George, when the time's right, he probably gonna mess around, wind up leaving her. It only makes sense I would not stay with that girl First of all, she's not even that cute to me Second of all First of all Second of all, she was a stripper Now I'm not saying get your money any way you can You know what I'm saying? A hustle's a hustle I'm not knocking no one's hustle If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do If you want to you know, use your body to your, your advantage Then by all means be my guest That's how you probably get people like Paul George But At the end of the day Oh, George is just an idiot. I'm just gonna say that. And everybody and girls are gonna be like she secured the bag. She did this. She did that. Man, that's just to me. That's just that's nasty. That's sick. You couldn't even get a hustle. She was she had a hustle. Like the girl got a nice body. Now, my probably it's probably got touched up and had some work done to it. But she has a nice body. So she was gonna make probably six figures, well over six figures by just stripping. Like depending on where she worked at and stuff like that. And if you and if you got Paul George's attention, you're doing you're in the right area. You know what I'm saying. So you probably were already making well over six figures and stuff like that. So I don't really see the need for you to you know what I'm saying. Like I said, she, already, she was already getting the bag. Now she's trapped. Now he's now Paul George is trapped. You had an opportunity to get with a nice girl, Doc Rivers' girl. It, it, but the funny part is Paul George plays for Doc Rivers, plays for the Clippers, and the Clippers coach is Doc Rivers. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty sure Austin is not cool with Paul and Seth's not cool with Paul because obviously that's my girl. You cheated, you know what I'm saying? You, you're disrespectful. You're foul, you know what I'm saying? As as any real man should, you know, stand up for his girl, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. That that To me, I have some sucker stuff, you know what I'm saying, for, for Paul George. Pandemic P. I've seen a tweet where they were like, it's funny how we had to bully Paul George into playing good. Like, Paul George... And this is not taking anything from Nicole Young, but... So I was watching the games today, and shout-out to my Lakers, shout-out to Bron, shout-out to eighty, shout-out to those guys, man. Gotta get the job done. I don't know why everybody thinks Houston about to beat the Lakers. Houston does not have enough. And I, and they never, they never did. Like I said, they barely got out of... They barely escaped the Thunder. So what makes you think they're gonna beat the Lakers? They lost... They beat the Thunder by, like, two points. So what makes you think they're gonna beat the Lakers? Four games... You gotta play LeBron four games. I don't care who you are. Like everybody's like, well, you got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, but you have to play LeBron four. You have to beat LeBron four times, and you potentially have to play him seven games. That's not easy to do, and the West hasn't seen playoff LeBron. What LeBron did tonight was a. If you seen the game, it was a glimpse of playoff LeBron. And if you know, you know. I've been i I've been a fan of LeBron ever since. The Miami days. Now you're like, well, that's a bandwagon, whatever, whatever. But but that's when I became a Miami fan because then I was just only I was a Magic fan because I like I, I, I'm really a Dwight Howard fan. I love Dwight Howard. I like Orlando because of Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was my guy, and I was upset when Boston beat Orlando. They beat him in 2008 to get to the finals. I was tight. I was like six. Because Dwight came in there, broad shoulders, was just dunking on everybody. He was the most, and I'm going to say this, he was the most dominant big after Shaq. You You can't name another center that was dominant like Dwight Howard after Shaq. Shaq, and everybody was like, I was talking to my dad about this, and he was like, there's no way. I was like, you can't name anybody after Shaq. Shaq's the most, first of all, Shaq's the most dominant center in the league. I'm not saying Dwight Howard is the second most dominant center in the league. What I'm saying is, because the eras they played in, you know what I'm saying? So you had David Robinson, you had Shaq. And then you had um, Hakeem Olajuwon. But Shaq was after those guys, right? David Robinson, Hakeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing. Shaq was after that. Or he was still a younger guy. He didn't become dominant until, like, towards the end of his Orlando stint in the beginning of the Lakers stint. And somewhat of Miami, but he was a little banged up. And that was pretty much the end of Shaq. That was pretty much... Shaq was done after that. But anyway... But after that, there was no other dominant center. Who? Jermaine O'Neal? Get out of here. Tim Duncan was a power forward. Tim is a top 10 player of all time. He's probably the greatest power Probably. He is the greatest power forward of all time. So you can't name another center that was dominant. Like, after Shaq, after this the era they played in. Then Dwight Howard. You can't name anybody. And Dwight Howard, I was telling my dad this. I'm like, Dwight Howard paved the way for a lot of these young guys. These young centers out here. These high flyers, I'm not saying he's as versatile. Him and Chris Webber don't get enough credit. Dwight Howard made it okay for you to run up and down and just block shots and be athletic and just play defense. He made that an okay center. He made that what people want in a center nowadays. Chris Webber, Bam Adebayo is the Chris Chris Webber 2.0. I'm just going to say that. You heard it here first. Bam Adebayo, and I love Bam Adebayo. I feel like they I feel like they didn't utilize him enough in Kentucky because they had the Aaron Fox and Malik Monk, and he was just a defensive guy, because everybody was comparing him to Dwight Howard, and I was too, just because I the similarities in just defense and just being just strong and big and you know dominant in the post and just powerful. It's a powerful player, you know what I'm saying, and but when he got to the league, and I've been watching him play more, he reminds me a lot like Chris Webber. In the sense of like he can handle the ball, he pass the ball, he can rebound, he can score. He he doesn't got the outside touch yet, but he'll probably develop that when he's a lot when he's when he's older and when he's working on his game and stuff like that. Because he was I was watching him when they put out the uh, the bucks today. Yeah, I was watching them and he still he he had like a nice little fifteen footer, eighteen footer. So I'm like if he can get that down consistently, he'll be unguardable. Because because he, he's not a traditional center. He's not he's not a traditional big. He's more of a power forward. He would be a three guard if he could handle the ball realistically, but handle the ball better than what he does now. But he's more of a four, but he plays the five because that's just the system that they have in Miami. There's no really no traditional big in Miami, and that's the one thing they're missing. If they could have kept Hassan side, but Hassan Whiteside is not as productive on the offensive end, but if they could have kept Hassan side, brought him off the bench behind Bam Adebayo, Miami would be scary. There wouldn't be no talk about Boston beating Miami. There wouldn't be because Boston has no big. Daniel Tyson White side seven foot. Daniel Tice is six eight. Bam Adebayo six nine. So it's gonna be a good game for sure. But Miami plays a good team uh, defense. They play. They play great basketball. But anyway, back to Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. But like so, Chris Webber and Dwight Howard influence like the Clint Capellas and the uh, whoever else is big and this athletic, running around playing defense. Whoever else is just doing that. John Collins. Um, what's the dude's name from New York? Oh, I can't think of his name the center. Uh, Mitchell Robinson. Um, Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter is more of a Chris Webber type player. Um, but those two guys, I believe, have influenced the game now. There was always a stretch for Chris Bosh, too. There was always a stretch for Chris Bosh, Chris Webber. Those guys are stretch, stretch bigs and stuff like that. But as far as just the development of the skill set, those guys were already ahead of their time. Nobody was doing that back in the day, in the '90s and the '80s. And if you were doing that, you were a foreign player. You know what I'm saying? Like, but paved the way for the stretch fours. Like made stretch four, made that like a popular thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's then that's deadly. You're versatile. Chris Bosh was shooting threes when he first came in the league. Chris, you know what I'm saying? Chris Webber was passing the ball, being a facilitator. Chris Webber's numbers is like. He yeah, was like twenty ten and five for his career. You know what I'm saying? And check that, check that. He's a Hall of Famer. They won't let him in. They they probably gonna let him in one of these t- one of these days. But Chris Webber should be a Hall of Famer. The way he influenced the game now, into what it is and how their fours are more skilled and more. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, the you because Tim Duncan didn't do it. Tim Duncan didn't do it. Tim Duncan played to his back to the basket and he was gonna face up. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, I mean Dwight Howard paved the way for, like, the defensive guys, just that anchor, like, like, like the Clint Capellas of the world, catch lobs, run around, be athletic, but Dwight still got a jump hook, though, don't get it twisted, Dwight still got a jump hook, but I do think that, the I do think, and, like, the James Wiseman, James Wiseman's like a hybrid of Chris Webber and Dwight, he don't, I ain't, he ain't seen no post game from him in high school, he barely played, he didn't play like that in college because he got suspended or whatever, but, Traditional bigs are—it's really they're really just hybrids now between like Dwight Howard and a Chris Webber type skill set of just being athletic and just being explosive and can be able to shoot the ball and handle the ball and facilitate and stuff like that, which is fine. That's that's what the NBA is going to, you know what I'm saying? Which is totally fine. But, anyways, off my tangent about um, the NBA, but there were some really good games on and. And the bubble works. You know what's funny? People said the bubble wasn't going to work. The bubble works, man. Their families are down there. You haven't heard anybody test positive for COVID. It works. The bubble works. Because you can't leave the bubble. And if you leave, you have to quarantine. So it works. You know what I'm saying? It works. It works. It works. It works. Um, this is probably the only, only time that they can do it. Baseball shit kind of could do the bubble type. But the problem with that is, um, where's there? 22 teams? I mean, excuse me, 20, uh, 22, 22 players on each team. That's the only problem, is 22 players on each team. And for football, there's 22 players on the field at each time. So, yeah, you know, you're not really going to get away with that whole, um, speak, speaking of football, I just I, I miss hard knocks. But I'll, I'll watch that later. I'll watch, I'll watch that after this. But, yeah, man, so. Shout out to the NBA, shout out to um, all the sports, shout out to the UFC for really starting the sports trend with this whole bubble stuff, but anyways, we're back to Nicole Young, man, we're back to Nicole Young. So, breaking down what she really wanted from Dr. Dre, so here's the breakdown to cover her expenses, for those who don't know, I posted it on my um, my Snapchat, but anyway, here we go. So, laundry and cleaning is 10000 a month. Now, I don't know if she... W- I'm speechless. I'm still speechless, and I've seen this on Sunday. You mean to tell me you couldn't do your own laundry? You need to pay somebody ten thousand bucks. I don't care if it's Versace. I don't care. And if I'm, and, but I'm gonna tell you what if I would do if I was Dre. And obviously, you know what I'm saying. What I would do: clothes hundred thirty-five thousand dollars a month. Now, I have clothes that I don't even wear. And I'm not worth nearly as much as Dr. Dre is, or probably what she will probably be worth after this whole deposition and stuff. And she wanted him to sit 21 hours for a deposition. No, I'm not. You better record the deposition. I'll listen to it on my own time. And Dr. Dre's she demands that. I'm like, you're, no, you're in no position to make demands. If I'm him, I'm looking, I'm laughing like you're in no position to make demands. You're begging me for this. You're begging me for this. You know what I'm saying? You're begging me to pay for your, pay for the rest of your, your living. And it's just so safe for like pain and suffering and how much other stuff that doesn't exist. Get out of here. And um, so clothes. I have clothes that I don't even wear like that. You know what I'm saying? And she $135,000 for a new pair of clothes. It's like, so you mean to tell me you get a whole new closet wardrobe every month? If that, you know what I'm saying? If that. She's lost her mind already. She lost her mind with the dry cleaning. um, Education, tuition, and living expenses. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. So the, the clothes and the laundry and cleaning weren't part of living expenses. Education... So tuition and living expenses. So I'm probably something like room and board and stuff like that. But okay, sixty thousand a month. Now, you're probably thinking, <laughs> I didn't even read that. Anyway, uh, anyways, hey, how come you didn't go to school when you were like with Dr. Dre? So what? But my, what were you doing in the last twenty years you were with him? What were you doing with this man? What like what were you doing? literally, I wanna know what you were doing like I, there's just no way if if my girl if I knew my girl was the breadwinner, there's no way I would be like not have a hustle, not have a job, even Paul George's baby mama has a hustle, she sells swimwear and she has an apparel line. nicole young has like what is going on like you didn't ha- you didn't you didn't you didn't have the wherewithal to ask your husband. For some money, for education to go get your degree, to get your master's degree, so you could potentially get a job, because you know stuff don't last forever. So, you didn't even think of that because you thought you were going to be with him forever. Okay, totally fine. But my thing is now, why didn't you prepare? You you expect for the best, you hope for the best, but prepare for the worst, and you expect the worst, hope for the best. Obviously, you guys hope that you guys be together forever, but obviously we're all human beings, so. Nothing is guaranteed in this lifetime, in this, and especially nowadays. And nothing's guaranteed in your lifetime. And nothing's guaranteed in the world we live in. So you have to understand, um, expect for the worst. Expect for it. Because then it won't catch you all, girl, and you won't be disappointed when stuff like this happens. But you mean to tell me that you couldn't get an education? Now, this potentially could be for their, for her daughter. But, for their daughter, but, or, they have, if they, even if they, if they have children, but, If that's the case, then he could pay for that himself. He doesn't have to pay you to pay them. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have to do that. So it just seems to me like she's just trying to get over and just trying to take some money from him. And, and, And as a man, especially as a black man, it's already 30 times harder because he's still Dr. Dre, I get it, but he's still a black man. It's hard, and he's worked hard for that money. He's made deals and stuff. He's done a lot of things with that money. And he's, he's, done, he's done great things. So I don't understand why you want a piece of the pie when you kind of weren't there at the beginning of NWA. She was there when Death Row, when he was the Death Row stand. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't in the, you know, like Drake said, you wasn't in the gym when Kobe and uh, Vanessa got rest Kobe's soul, when they were going through the little divorce thing. Drake, you wasn't in the gym. <laughs> you don't get a piece of that. You know what I'm saying, but if she's been through him through thick and thin, and I've seen the the documentary Mules, and how she's miscarried, and how he was saying that he was the cause of that, and the, the the stress he put on her, and stuff like that. So I get it. I get that situation. Totally different. That's why Kobe didn't speak on. He was like Drake. It's fine. <laughs> Kobe was like Drake. It's fine. It's fine. Drake. It's fine. But um. Yeah. No, nah, man. You don't. I don't understand this. She's lost her mind. If it was mine, I'd be like, hang up. I'd hang up so quick, it wouldn't even make any sense. I would be like, you're, you, have you lost your mind? And so you're so disrespectful for even, you're begging me for this money. Go get a hustle, go get a job. I'll even, I'll even help you with that. You know what I'm saying? You know who I am? I'm probably the most influential DJ of all time. Producer of all time, if that, at that. So, you mean to tell me that I'm supposed to pay for your life? I'm supposed to pay for you to survive in this world we live in. When I was in, when we was, when I was selling CDs and I was going to jail and I was getting shot, you, I'm supposed to pay for you you didn't do what, you didn't do what I did. I met you. You didn't meet me. So stop it. Stop it. Nicole needs to go see a psychiatrist. Anyways, um, it says entertainment is 900,000. So entertainment's a million bucks. For, what? charitable contributions $125,000 a month why? dog mortgage is $100,000 a month emails it says telephone, cell phone, email emails free your cell phone is not 20 grand your telephone is not 20 grand your mortgage you're asking for 2 million and you're talking about a mortgage? dog just buy the house you she asking made for $2 million. And that's just the breakdown of that whole situation. If I was Dr. Dre, I would be like, absolutely not. I'm trying so hard not to cuss. It doesn't even make sense. Absolutely not. I would never, ever, 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 that might be the dumbest deal ever. And she's now, she's trying to make the man. She wants to be in charge. She wants to feel like she's in charge. She's not in charge. You gotta be like Bane in, on the dark night. I'm in, the guy, the white guy was like, I'm in charge. And he put his hand on his shoulder, like, but like softly though, on some real gangster stuff. He was like, do you feel in charge? I was like, he is not in charge. He don't feel in charge. You could think you're in charge, but do you feel it? You don't feel like you're in charge. Because people that feel like they're in charge and gotta say that they're in charge. If she's making all these demands and wants him to meet these requirements that she's setting out, she's not in charge. She wants to get in, she wants to get ahead of this as much control as she could possibly could. Before he's like, you're not in charge. You don't even feel you don't even feel like you're in charge. You know you're not in charge, right? I control this. You know who I am, right? I'm Dr. Dre. I don't I just, I don't get it. I don't get why. Oh, and if I was Dr. Dre, before I go on to my next, the next topic. If I was Dr. Dre, I would simply speaking about money and stuff. It relate, it all correlates. Um, if I was Dr. Dre, I would never, ever, ever, ever. First of all, I would never agree with to that deal and those demands. Second of all, I would help her. Like I said, I'm not going to pay two million dollars for you to live, for you to survive for the rest of your life. A month, I would help you. I would help you set up some stuff. I The only thing I'd probably say I'd pay for is school, because that's very important. And if you want to get a hustle, you probably need a degree. So I'll I'll, I'll pay for your school. I'll pay for those four years that you want to go to school or whatever. Not best school. We're in California. We're in Southern California. Well I'll pay for you to go to USC. You know what I'm saying? I'll pay for you to do that type stuff. You know, I'm not going to sit up here and act like. A like I said, a complete a hole. Cause I'm not. First of all, I'm not a, I'm not an a hole. But if I ever broke up with my girl, I would be. I'd probably be like, look, I'll set you up with some stuff. You can keep everything I gave you. All the little the jewelry. I don't want that. That's yours. You can have that. I bought it for you. All the little gifts. All the cars. All of the trinkets and stuff like that. That's all yours. That's not mine. You know what I'm saying? And I'll probably. And I'll set her up with a nice little house, Chino Hills, Thousand Oaks, wherever she wants to be at. I'll put her there, and I'll set her up with a hustle. So I'll pay the mortgage until you out of school, until you get a hustle. And once you get a hustle and stuff, then you gotta take care of that. You gotta take care of that. I'm not gonna keep, mm-mm. like I said, I'm not gonna sit up here and help you survive. Like no. Talking about mortgages, 100, 100, 100 grand, and charitable organizations is $125,000. My thing is, like, you were using his money to pay off what you needed to pay off. She got too comfortable. I said that. You hope for the best, but expect the worst. She got way too comfortable. And this is why she's in the predicament that she's in. So, this is to, so seeing these numbers and the amount of money she's asking, I think... He wanted to break it off for her. It wasn't the other way around, because if it was the other way around, she wouldn't have broken up in the first place. She would have just toughed it out, because that's a terrible. And if she was, then she is the ultimate B. Where if she wanted, if she broke it off and say hey, let's get a divorce, and then she asking for two million dollars, you can't be like, hey, let's get a divorce and also let's I want two million. What if Jay was like, I want all that. I want two million dollars. But like I said, if I was Dr. Dre, I'd I'd give her. I'd help her out. Maybe it's too late for her to go to school. Maybe she's not really feeling the whole school vibes. I would help her out. I would give her a hustle. I would give her some guidance and some tips since I am a businessman now and hopefully she can figure it out. But after that I'm done messing with her. I'ma give her twenty I'm gonna give her twenty-four months, maybe even thirty-six months. So I'm gonna give you three years for you to figure it out. And after that, I'm not fooling with you no more. Get off my line. Don't keep asking me for money. Me and you are not connecting no more. We make sure the same last name, but we are not together. By law and in business, we are not together no more. Period. And if it says joint, then that's all me. Period. I'm going to give you... If it says joint, I'm going to give you half of what I have. Nah, not even, because what if she's... No. No, 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 no. That's all me. And that's not even being greedy. That's just real. That's the principle of it all. It's the principle. You. You. The, the money for him... The money's not an issue. He's worth—he's a billionaire. So Dre's like, I, I make a lot of money off Beats. And I'm pretty sure he's cutting Apple Music and stuff like that. Since he pretty much sold Beats to Apple, and Beats music is just Apple music. But anyway, I'm pretty sure he has a percentage of Apple and stuff like that. Him and Ivine do so. But what she has to understand is—it's the principle. So Dre feels like you're just using me to get to where you need to get to in your life, and for you to keep to living the way you were living. But since you to, but since it's over with, you don't get to live the same without me. You just don't, and I'm sorry, but you got too comfortable. Real, real, real deal got way too comfortable, and um, no, I just think that she's just doing a little too much. She's doing too much for my liking. I feel like she could, you know, what I'm saying get a hustle, get a job. That's why it's important to have a hustle? I have a side job or I have something going on, something else going on in the background that that your house, your your spouse or your partner is not involved with. One thousand percent. Maybe they'll fund it but they don't their name's not on it, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta understand that. If you had that going on, then you're in, you're in a pretty good place. But anyways, so the second thing I wanted to talk about today was financial literacy and as black people, uh people of color, my people, we don't have um Financial literacy And I was thinking about this last night Before I went to sleep And we just have no um, no, one's, no There's no guidance You know what I'm saying There's nobody telling us that We need to stack our money this way And stuff like that And budget this way And this, that, and the third Because I was talking to my cousin He's 11 years old and um we were just talking after the workout he he didn't work out but everybody else worked out but he was there at the workout and we were talking or whatever and we were talking about 2k21 and this that and the third and i told him about the xbox we miss maybe we can play together and stuff like that so i was just talking to him about that stuff and i told him i was just like um you gotta stack your money because he was talking about I me mean, i'd yeah, I be having like 300 dollars. you know what i'm saying people you know and I'm just like, we gotta stack your money. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta give your money to your mom, or you, you gotta give your mom to you. You gotta get the money to your your parents. And he was just like, why? And I was just like, out of sight, out of mind. You won't spend it because that could come in handy. You know what I'm saying? When you're older. And I was just like, you know, and I was just like, because I then I asked him. I was like, well, because in my head I'm thinking, okay, you're getting this money, and you know, he would, he would pull weeds from my grandfather and stuff like that. Stuff I used to do. When I was a kid, you know. I mean I'm still a kid, but when I was younger, his age and stuff like that. So I would ask him, I'm like, Okay. So I'm like like can you wash dishes? Can you can you iron? You know, can you just do stuff, this chores, you know, take out the trash, whatever whatever the case may be, right? And he was like his mom was like, Yeah he can, my auntie was like, Yeah he can, you know, just not, you know, as good. But he can, you know, he could do it. He get the job done, you know what I'm saying? With a little more practice and a little more help and a little more training, he probably could, you know what I'm saying, freak it for real. But um, I was doing that stuff at nine, ten years old. I mean, he's 11, but I was doing that when I was in the 5th grade, 4th grade, washing dishes, ironing cl- ironing my own clothes and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And I was taught. Like I said, I learned the hard way. I burned myself. <laughs> I burned myself doing, you know, ironing, ironing clothes. I just burned my finger yesterday or a few days ago when I was ironing my clothes and stuff. So... I'm still learning, you know what I'm saying? And that's besides the point. So I told him, so it does just pretty much about earning your keep without paying bills. So if you do chores and stuff, that's how you earn your keep around the house, which is totally fine because if now you're going to have to pay bills. He's only 11, though, but he don't understand the concept of paying bills. But I broke it down to him, so I'm like, so let's say you give 20, so, I'm, so let's say, so I told him, I was like, y'all got the internet, right? He was like, yeah, we got internet. So I'm like, all right, cool, so just pay for just give twenty bucks towards the Wi-Fi. Get 10 bucks towards the Wi-Fi. And better yet, I said, since you like, since you be pulling weeds and stuff, give the money that you get for pulling weeds to your mom for give five bucks towards the Wi-Fi. I'm not saying you gotta give mad extra crazy money to for the Wi Fi, but you know, five bucks towards the Wi Fi. So I was putting them on game, you know what I'm saying? Something that nobody taught me. You know, I had I had to learn. You know what I'm saying? When I started working, it was put 10% of your check away. But then once I did the math and I calculated 10%, so they're telling me, so let's say I make 400, and 10% of 400 is like, I think, I want to say 40 bucks. I'm not sure, though. I'm not really good with math. So let me do the math real quick. probably have calculators, ladies and gentlemen. Do not ask me what 2 plus 2 is because I never. What the fuck? Oops! See, I cussed. Dang it! It's this. I take it back. It doesn't matter. What? What's four per? Oh, I'm doing it wrong. Tweaking. Okay, it's forty. So it is forty. Okay, so it's forty. So I. So they're telling me to put four percent. 10%. 10%. So you're telling me to put forty bucks away in my um in my uh in my savings. And I really didn't like that number. Cause if I'm getting four hundred bucks, I feel like I should put more. I should put at least half of it away. But as you get older, now I'm starting to realize ten percent because your savings is like break the glass, emergency money, if if you need to, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, so I was just like, you know, when you were, when you were, young, know, when I was younger and I didn't have to pay bills, 40, I could put halfway my, I could put halfway my paycheck, a little more than half uh, my paycheck away, you know, 75% of my paycheck, I could put that away. But, um, now that I'm older and I pay insurance and I pay a little bit of the rent, it's really just 10%. <laughs> It's really ten percent. <laughs> it ain't no more high it ain't more no more fifty. It's really ten percent. Which is fine, you know what I'm saying? But it's really ten percent and I realize that now. But um Financial literacy literacy is important because now that I'm starting to realize that it has to be ten percent but I have to still budget my, my my money and make sure that I can still pay what I need to pay and, like, work towards my goals and stuff like that and get what I need to get for my my YouTube and other business stuff that I need to get because the job I have now is funding my the podcast and it's funding um, the YouTube channel and stuff like that. Stuff in the future, it's funding those things. So I got to understand that I can't go out like that no more. I can't spend money like that no more. I have to I have to realize those things, and if you always act like you broke, you'll, you'll always be broke. I mean, excuse me, if you act like you broke, you always have money. You know what I'm saying? And broke's really a, a mental, mental uh, it's a mindset. Me and my dad used to talk about this all the time. You know, you would hear these guys, you watch Shark Tank and stuff like that, and the Prophet, and you guys talking about, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. And I'd be like, why well, you keep saying they broke? And I was like, man, I'm broke, I ain't got no money, blah, 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 blah. He was just like, no, he told me, I would say that out loud. He was like, you're not broke. Because broke is a mental it's a mental thing as well. Yeah, I have money. you have, you just have no money. Like, that's whatever. You know, you can always get that back. But being broke is something mental. You know what I'm saying? It's something mental that you've lost it all. You feel like you've lost it all. So you feel like your spirit's broken. You're broke. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, don't ever say you broke. Say, you know, you just don't got the money, but you going to get it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get a job. You're going to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't broke. And you'll never be broke. But you feel like when you and when you become broke, that's when you know you hit, you know, your face on the floor. And the only way and the only you can only get up from there. He didn't say all that, but that's hindsight's always 2020. And that's how I looked at it. You know what I'm saying? He just always told me, Don't ever say you're broke. So I never say I'm broke. I say I ain't have no money. Funds are looking a little short. But I'm gonna get it back always, you know what I'm saying? Because I have a job. But no one's ever taught me financial literacy, and that's very important. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of kids nowadays are letting, they're, they're seeing fantasies on social media and stuff like that. There's no reality when it comes to this money stuff. And I feel like that's why social media has fooled us. And a lot of people, and social media has made a lot of these celebrities false prophets. And and I'm not saying that in the sense of like, they didn't work to get to what they got. that they, they did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, social media is a glimpse into of 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 what their life is. You know what I'm saying? And but I'm like, you're not making two million a show, like Drake. You're just not. So it's reality. It's a reality check, and I feel like those guys don't have to worry about money like that. They do have to worry about money at the end of the day. But Drake's worth five hundred million dollars, so he doesn't have to worry about money. He's pretty much set for life. But me, I'd have to worry about money. I'm about to be on the radio. Obviously, I'm, about to, I'm the voice of Washington and the whole nine, but I got to worry about money because the only way financial freedom is the only way to be free in this world we live in. So those guys are financially free. And I feel like when people my age see them being financially free, they, I feel like they do they take the, the, the easy route and they do illegal stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now get it how you live. You know what I'm saying? But a quick buck's a quick buck. You know what I'm saying? That hustle's nothing. You know? Um, I'm not gonna say it's nothing. It's a hustle. A Hustle's a hustle. But like scamming, I was never really. I never seen the point of scamming people because that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, that tells me that you're lazy. You know what I'm saying? People are, are scamming money. People are scamming people, and they got all this jewelry on and this, that, and the third. But I'm like. But what you are doing with that you 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 taking the money that you taking from somebody else and you investing it in stuff that would de- uh, depreciate in a few years? That don't even make sense. If you're going to take somebody's money, rinse that money. Put that into a business, invest in, invest in a company, you know what I'm saying? Stocks, all that. You got to play the game, how they play the game, you know what I'm saying? But don't take somebody else's money and but then go Put it into something that would depreciate. Go buy an asset. Go buy you a car. You might not even have to use the car, but go buy the car and you could potentially flip the car. Fix that car and flip it for even more than what it's worth. That's how you do it. Because then you have clean money. You, you scamming people and stuff like that. You got clean money. If you take that car and you want to keep scamming people and get money, that's cool and that's fine. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you thing about what you're doing because you're building up a case for fraud. And you're gonna get in trouble. It's gonna catch up with you at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So you take that money that you getting from some from scamming people and stuff like that in the third. And then you go buy a car. Let's say a kid needs a car and you're like, Look, man, I'm selling this car. You know what I'm saying? I'm selling this car for um let's say the car worth five grand. Right? You got you get but you get a new engine in the car and a whole new makeover the car looks like it's brand spanking new fresh off the lot type new you know what i'm saying and the kid and the parents buy the car just buy the car and the car let's say the car's worth now seven thousand dollars because you took the money that you did from scamming and doing all that you put it into that car the car works seven grand you just got seven grand clean seven grand clean off one hit off one hit and that's just one way to do it you know what i'm saying but I feel like no one's telling them that. Because they see, they see that the celebrities, the people that they want to be like, is getting the money. So like, let me get money like them. But they work for that, though. Like, they earn that. They hustled. And they didn't work their way up to the top for that. It wasn't no type of, let me scam somebody real quick. Let me do this, let me do that real quick. It wasn't, it wasn't none of that. It was, I busted my butt to get to where I'm at. And I feel like a lot of people nowadays are letting money... Uh if there's two if there's two things I want you to take away from this episode is uh you have to understand this. One, the first one is let money be a byproduct of you. So you see the celebrities and stuff, the money that they're getting is fruit to their labor, in a sense, in a nutshell, food to your labor. If they're working hard, LeBron James busted his butt for Majority of his life to become the great, one of the greatest NBA players of all time, and want to become one of the greatest businessmen of all time. He's done that. The money is a byproduct of him doing something that he loves to do. The same with Meek Mill, the same with Drake, the same with Lil Wayne, and the list goes on and on and on. You know what I'm saying? Let money be the byproduct of your hard work and what you've done. Don't let. Don't become the byproduct of the money. And what that means is materialistic stuff. So Gucci. Fendi, Prada, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Dior, Amiri, that's fine, that's cool but let the money be a byproduct of what you put in so let's say if you're a football player and you're making millions of dollars you can get, the the, the, the byproduct of that is the Louis the Fendi, the, the Amiri, you know, all that you know what I'm saying? That's 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 fine but for people that don't have a lot of money And just say that I want to look like that because I want to look fly. You buy materialistic stuff to look fly for a chick on the corner, but she don't even care about what you got on. You know what I'm saying? She don't even, she don't care. She might care on the outside because like, oh, he got the, you know, he must have money. So the people think that when you got all this Dior and stuff on, people think that that money's a byproduct of what you do. And when you tell them that, I don't do much, I don't do nothing. So it's just like, wait, you don't do nothing, so how'd you get all this money? So you tell so you let money trick you and fool you into getting stuff that doesn't even matter at the end of the day. The stuff you buy, what people don't understand, the materialistic stuff depreciates over time. It will only go up in value if it's vintage or if it's super, super, you know, old. Cause it that, nostal- cause that nostalgic factor plays into a role of that type of stuff. But other than that. That stuff's old. Like that depreciates after a while. Imagine selling some Jordans that you bought last year. You you ain't gonna get you ain't gonna get the retail price that you got for them, because it depreciates. Because one, you was wearing them and stuff like that, and two, they were old last year's release. Why would I want last year's stuff? What I'm saying. So everything that's that is you becoming a byproduct. You are the byproduct of the money that you're getting. You let money control you. You let money tell you buy this, buy that. When in all actuality, if you budgeted and did the right things, you would have way more money. If you said this is how much gas costs a month, this is how much groceries cost a month, this is how much the rent is, this is how much the bills are, you would have a lot more money because you can knock it out. As soon as you get your first check, okay, the first check's towards the bills. Period. Next check's towards all the other stuff. You know. And if you would have, uh, if you live with your partner, two is better than one. You don't understand that. You know, if two is better than one, so you guys can knock out the bills two times quicker, the rent two times quicker. You know what I'm saying? It's just, if you want to be free in this world, because people think being free is, I got the gold chain on. I got the Jesus piece on. You ain't even free. You mentally, you still mentally locked behind whatever door that you have in front of you. You still mentally locked behind a door. You ain't free. And people are texting me like I'm not recording. (laughs) Like I'm not recording, you know what I'm saying? But you ain't free. You know what I'm saying? You ain't free. Financial freedom. Like Jay-Z said, y'all think it's bougie, but I'm trying to... He said, y'all, y'all think it's bougie. I think it's fine that you think it's bougie, but I'm trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for $9.99. Think about that. That went over a lot of people's heads that were my age. They were like, oh, that was hard. It's bars hard. Get a bar is hard, but he's giving you a million dollars. That whole song, this whole album, and all his previous albums before, he was giving you game for 10 bucks for how much an album costs. Just come on! He's giving you game and how to make become a millionaire for ten dollars. There's no equivalent to that. You know what I'm saying? and I, and I get it now. That's why I listen to Jay Z. I listen to Jay Z because he got hard. You know his bars are hard and all that good stuff. But I'm soaking up the knowledge and the game that he learned, and he's putting it back into the music, so someone like me or whomever else can pick up on it and be like, I'm gonna take what he learned, what he's telling me. Through the airwaves, how to become better, how to make money, you know what I'm saying? Real hustlers, a real hustler mentality, and I feel like a lot of people don't understand that, especially that. So if there was two. There's, there's two things I want you to understand about just just financial literacy is very important. You know, I'm gonna read up on some books and the whole nine to 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 sharpen my tools. About this financial literacy stuff Because it's very important As a person of color And my people of color Understand the importance Of having financial literacy And to be financially literate So we can understand How to navigate through this world Because a lot of us Especially the youngsters Because no one's told their parents How to, be, how to navigate financially You know what I'm saying And teaching someone And putting someone on game Is free It don't cost nothing You know what I'm saying It's free it's free to get put on game. It's free to ask questions. It's free to be taught some new things that you ain't never known before. You know what I'm saying? So it's always gonna be free. And until and until we want freedom, these white people, that's why some of these white people that are in power and have money look at us it. funny because it's like you guys don't have no money to demand you guys don't have the you guys don't meet the certain requirements to demand change. you don't y'all don't have money. So financial freedom and financial literacy is the only way we're gonna want real change. And we gonna have only and the only way we we are going to obtain power in this country. That's the that's the real trick, and that's the real game. I put you on some real game. That's real. I don't even like saying that, but that's real. The only way we are able to obtain power is financial literacy. You don't have to be Jay Z. You don't have to be a billionaire to be to feel like you're wealthy, to feel like you're rich, to feel like that you could take care of your family and take care of your community. You don't got to be that. But you got to learn how to save money and you gotta and, and more times than not, your wants and what you need is a different attraction. so you got to understand I got to get what I need first before I can get what I want. You cannot get what you want and then not get the bare necessities for what you for your family and for, for yourself because then you'll always have the mind state of like I need more money, I need more money, I need more money. but if you don't know how to budget, you wouldn't be obsessed with money. You know what I'm saying? If you know how to take care of your money, you wouldn't be obsessed with your money, because you know that the money is always going to be there in the back end. Your money, your money should take care of you. You shouldn't take care of your money. You should have enough money to where the money takes care of you. So if something happens, you got enough money to fall back on to re- to recruit and regroup into. You know what I'm saying? Think about the next plan, or the next you know move that you're going to do. But you should never, ever, ever try to take care of you. you should take care of your money let like the money take care of you. if you take care of your money now the money's gonna take care of you in the back end. you know so if there's two things that I want you to learn from this episode is let money be a by- byproduct of you four things let money be a byproduct of you. don't become a byproduct of money. never take no one's word. And never let nobody take your money. Four things that I want you to think about. You let it marinate in your brain cells. And that just about does it of this episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm your host um, all the time. New episodes coming out soon. Coming out next week. Coming out later on this week. And um, I'm out of here. Y'all stay healthy. Y'all stay hydrated. Wear your mask. For the whole, if you're in Washington, wear your mask anywhere with a wildfire, wear a mask for the pollution in the air, for the smoke in the air, for the smog in the air. Also wear your mask to protect others and protect yourself from this whole COVID stuff. We, we almost done. You know, we, we almost had it there. You know, we almost out to, to, this, to the next phase. But until then, wear your mask, stay healthy, stay hydrated, and remember those four things I told you. But other than that, I'll see y'all next time. I'm out. Peace.